Now broadcasting on your favorite podcast platform, it's the Maverick Do It Different Podcast with your host, Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire. When you want to step up and dare to be different, when you will dare to be great and live up to your fullest potential, when you are ready to dare to be a maverick and live the life of your dreams filled with abundance, passion, and joy, then it's time to listen to me, Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire, and the Maverick Do It Different Podcast. And welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire, and this is the amazing podcast, and we've got some amazing people on here who have created a difference in their world and in turn create a difference for the world around us. And the person that I have with us today is one of our amazing authors in a book, and we co-authored in this book, Network Marketing 2.0 Revealed, and really talking about the impact that network marketing is having and that how this person is utilizing network marketing in the world to really make a change and an impact on other people's lives. So I want to welcome our author and, well, first of all, single mom, entrepreneur, so many people can relate, and a breast cancer thriver, and we'll talk more and more about that as we go through this, also has a huge background, BA in biology, an MA in early childhood special education, and this is really important. As she went on, it has done a ton of work in early intervention and early intervention programs. She was assistant director for New York City, correct? Early intervention program. And now works within the network marketing community and really helping people in so many ways. Please welcome Lisa Cassenti to our podcast. I am so pleased to have you here. Thank you so much. Tell us a little bit more about the rest of the story, if you will, on how you got to this place in your life. Sure. And Paul, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking the time to spend with me and, and letting me share my story. This is, stories are so impactful. So I will start at the beginning. So yes, so a lot of people have asked me, Lisa, what, what are you doing now? What's going on in your life? So I tell people that I've almost become like the accidental entrepreneur. So essentially, I'll, I'll try to give it to you. I'll, I'll sum it up a bit. But I was I was working a lot. Um, I had become a single mama when my daughter was just one month old. Okay. And it was, it was tough. It was really tough uh, getting back to work and, and all of that uh, going back after maternity leave. I had had some quite some challenges. I actually had postpartum depression and, and things like that. So going back to work was really challenging. I couldn't afford daycare. So I was looking for something that I was going to be able to do from home. And I was offered a position um, that I would be able to oversee a program and work remotely. But the hours I was working was astronomical. It was for a startup company. I worked basically seven days a week, including holidays. And I was trying to do that in between taking care of my, my new baby, breastfeeding her, challenges there, and co-parenting with her dad, which was very difficult um, at the time. And my family told me, Lisa, you're not sleeping. You're not doing any self-care. 
you sleep maybe three hours a night, something is going to happen. Well, something did happen. When my daughter was nine months, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And I had already known that the breast cancer had gone into my lymph nodes. That was the absolute most, one of the most terrifying times in my life. Because I had my little girl at nine months, I'm a single mama, and I knew that I wanted to live my life and be there for her, and I had no idea what was going to happen to me. Um, so I, I'll go on to just say that I knew that I was going to do whatever I could to restore my health, and that meant doing alternatives as well as doing some Western medical interventions. And anybody that knows me knows that. Say that again, Paul. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know, your story is so, so similar to so many. And yet it, it doesn't get told enough. And going through the journey and the fear alone, it can be overwhelming, let alone the reality of the components that you were responsible for that you had to take charge of while you're going through this personally uh, for your own health is, um, is a journey that isn't talked about enough and yet so common. It, it's so common. I can't tell you how many people that I, I talk to, that I meet when I network, that have told me about health journeys because they have not taken care of themselves. They've taken care of everybody else. Right. Did so many hours with work and, you know, busting their tushies off for someone else's dream. Let's face it. You know, it, what that go. startup company was not my dream. It was a way to make money to support me and my daughter. And, and look what happened. And, you know, it's quite possible the cancer would have come anyway. I have the genetic predisposition, but I got myself there quicker. Yeah. Um, because of everything I went through. So basically, I realized that the way that I was living was was not a healthy way to live. And I, I was putting healthy things in my body, but not in my mind and not taking care of myself so, from so the other right. standpoint. So I realized, so I, when I realized, you know, I, I actually put a a quote in the book and it's a Tony Robbins quote and Tony Robbins says the person um, the person with perfect health has a million dreams and the person with poor health has one my one motivation was to restore myself back to abundant health all the things I worried about before they they meant nothing they didn't matter so I was on a journey to yeah, it's amazing. My wife, and we've talked about this, my wife also uh, has gone through the the challenge of cancer, if you will, and go th gone through that battle. And it's amazing her intense focus when she got diagnosed, going right to, I'm going to figure this out. And if you do, don't become your own doctor and go and basically become a, a get your medical degree while you're going through this. I'm amazed. Um, almost everyone I know, they do that deep dive because they, they feel like there's answers out there and they, they want to know because they've got a singular focus of it's my life. It's now or never. 
It's right. And, and that's, and that's what happens. And it was the focus and it was, what am I going to do to make sure that I'm here? So I exactly. Um, and this, I swear that I will get to the story of how I came to do what I'm doing, which is network marketing. But what ended up happening is I, I couldn't fulfill my responsibilities while going through all the treatments I was going through. I couldn't fulfill those responsibilities any, anymore. The working the seven days a week, the putting things in at midnight. And I, I told the company that, and what I said to myself is I never, ever going to let myself get to this point again. My focus is to restore my health, be with my daughter for however long that is that I have. And that is my intense focus. And so while I was searching for answers, one of my dearest friends, she dragged me out to this yoga class and I'm serious. And she said, Lisa, because I was in a, I was in a very bad way. I was in a, a bad way mentally and just physically there. I wasn't being the mom I wanted to be because I wanted to lay in the bed. And she, she literally dragged me out and said, you're coming with me to this yoga class. And it was there that I met uh, this yoga teacher that at the end of class, she came up to me and I clearly had the look of cancer. You know, I had no hair, not even eyelashes. So she knew what was happening. And she said, Lisa, I, I know you don't know me, but I feel very compelled to share something with you. And she said, I don't know what this can do for your health, but me and my husband, we educate people on a health and science breakthrough. And I don't know what it can do for you, but it can't hurt you. Are you open? Well, she had no idea that here I am, you know, I was going to do anything I could to just live. But, um, you know, I had no idea. I thought she was going to tell me some goji berry juice or she was going to offer me some vitamins or something. And I said, you know, right. I know what I'm doing with nutrition that, you know, what is this going to do? But I, but I was open to learning. And a lot of times we do things for people we love, not necessarily ourselves. Yeah. So I thought when I started learning, um, I was open and I learned from her and her husband and I learned from them because my father, my father was suffering greatly. Um, see three years and three months before I had this conversation with the yoga teacher, my father had a major stroke and it basically killed 90% of his cerebellum. So that's the part of the brain that controls your balance, your coordination, how you move in space. So I won't go into detail about my dad's life, but let's just say he was living a torturous existence and we couldn't find any, I'm, I'm so sorry. I never mean to talk over you, Paul. Um, there's like a delay because of zoom, but, um, my father describes it to everybody as the way he was living was like, think about the drunkest you had ever been in your whole life where you're hugging the toilet and you're not to sound horrible, but you're throwing up and you're saying, I will never do this again. You know, please just get me through this. That was how my dad's day was 24 seven. Um, the world was literally spinning for him every second of every day. And at the two year mark, we were told by neurologists, they said to my dad, Mr. Cassenti, there's nothing more we can do. This is life. This is what life is going to be like, and you're going to have to figure it out. And, um, and we couldn't accept that. That's very hard. 
to, to accept. So I learned about something, which I won't get into it, but it's very scientific, but I learned about something that my father could just use. It wasn't going to harm him. And it was, a, there was a liquid and a gel. And um, I told my father, I'm putting you on this. And my father said, are you crazy? What, you know, what are you doing? And I said, dad, the cancer's in my lymph nodes. Will you do this for me? And then my father had to say yes. And what <laughs> happened, Paul, is in three and a half days, my father said he had an epiphany three and a half days into using this stuff. We called it the stuff. Um, he, his eyes were closed. And when he opened his eyes in that moment, three days and 12 hours later, the world stopped spinning for my father. And he got his life back. And I got my father back. And I know this story is absolutely incredible, but what happened is the stuff, not only did it get into my brain that I was like, oh my goodness, what is this? But it got into my heart. It became my mission. And that's how I got into network marketing. It was a network marketing company. And let me tell you, I am grateful every single day that it came to me via network marketing. I am grateful every single day that the founder of the company made ethical decisions so that it could come to me. I'm grateful every day that that yoga teacher opened up her mouth and she was scared yeah. to do it. So every day and the things that I've seen, so this has become my mission. So I've come completely from being in corporate America to being an entrepreneur. Yes. I, I, I have to highlight uh, some major, major points in your story. One is that the only reason you're here, the only reason that you found your mission and your purpose, the only reason that you helped your father is that you refused to accept what our society says are the intelligent people that we're supposed to listen to. Absolutely. And, and Absolutely. I want you to hear it's so many people accept what our society tells us is our course of life. And exactly. the people that say, no, I refuse to accept that. I know there's something better for me. Actually find it. Yes, because I, I was looking for it. I put that out in the universe. We never gave up on my father. And yep. there are there are people that give up hope every day. Yes. Um I yes. met I can can I share another story, Paul? Please, I know please. really really briefly. So I think I shared with you, I'm very excited because I am launching a breast cancer support group. It's a virtual sure. one with three amazing ladies and we're doing that February 8th awesome. and it's called the breast connection. So last night we met with Tara Coyote, who is, she's the best-selling author of grace, grit, and gratitude. We oh. met with her because she's going to be our first guest speaker and she is lovely. She had stage four breast cancer had gone into hospice and was basically thought, this was the end for her. She is living 
now and sharing with other people what she did. And she was in hospice. Who do you know that comes out of hospice? And it was because of her mindset. And it was because she refused. That's, you know, that was in her mind. I refuse this. It doesn't matter that I'm stage four and I'm in hospice. This is not where I'm meant to be. And when you look at her, she is the vibrant picture of health. And so it's possible. And it's mindset. It's so many things. But you have to have the hope and you have to believe that you can get there. You don't have to know the how, but you will get there. And, and this is true. And, and now you're speaking my language I, with my background in psychology and, and understanding the human condition is that it transcends the medical process. It transcends the, the business process. It's everything in our life is that you, mind over matter and that you can create the universe that you want. I, I truly believe that. And when you put it to work, man, magic happens magic happens there's so much out there for you it it does i'm very excited i i I want to uh absolutely amazing now here's one key question and i want we we've uh run towards the end of time i want to to really get a concise answer from you and that is you know with everything that you've gone through can you pinpoint the the thing that really made you different because there are people that wallow in the same scenario. There are people that, that just curl up and put their head under in the sand, put it under the covers and say, you know what? I'm done. But you didn't. You've come through the test of time. You, you're, you're doing amazing things all around the world right now. And what makes you different? What made the journey different for you particularly? Well, I, so a couple of things. So one is that I knew that I was, could never give up because I had my little girl who is a miracle to begin with. It's a miracle that she's here. And so that was just, I pictured myself constantly. I pictured myself in the future with her looking back at the pictures of us going through this journey together. And she was very much a part of it. So I just had that in my mind. And as I was searching for answers, I read some books by Dr. Bernie Siegel, and he talked about the exceptional patient. What makes someone with the same diagnosis, um, what makes them have different outcomes? And so I just told myself, I'm going to be the exceptional patient. And then it just, it, it morphed into, I'm going to be the exceptional person. And part of that is part, a big part of it is what actually Drew Berman always asks us to think about is what is the best possible outcome for every single situation. So for me, when I was going through all of my health stuff, I wasn't thinking about the chemo going in my body is being poison. I thought of it very differently. I was in gratitude. And what is the best possible outcome? That this chemo is only going to affect the cancer cells and not of my healthy cells. You know, did I know logically that that was probably unlikely? It didn't matter. That was what I was thinking in my head. And always, what is the best possible outcome with every single, whatever test I had to do with anything, like even this podcast, what's the best possible outcome here? 
So, um, Paul, I think I lost you for a second. Are you there? Sorry about that. Yes, indeed. No, That's the okay. audio came through just fine. So we'll, okay. we'll snip it a, a little bit of that. Um, That's okay. With, with everything, yes. And, and the mindset and what you've done and what you've been able to create is, is amazing. Um, what's next for you? You talked about some of it. You highlighted a couple things. What's next? What's next? Uh, well, next is I believe I have a few stories to be told out there to help uh, transform lives, right? That's the chapter in, in the book. So that I transform lives by restoring hope, health, and happiness. So continuing to grow my team, I have a team that is international. I love them. They've become my family. I love them okay. so much. So a big part of, of just continuing to grow my team, get this, the word out, writing more, speaking more, and getting basically paying it forward for the breast cancer community, the cancer community in general, anybody with a health challenge by coming to people through the breast connection, which is our group. And so this is very, very important. And also instilling in my daughter, the belief that she really can create the life she wants to live and teaching that to our generation now, because if they have that mindset, if they're not squashed by the, the thought that you are limited, like my daughter's mind is expansive. She doesn't feel limits in any way. I want to continue great. to grow that. That's great. Yeah. My vision of what great parenting is, is to help our children become just vibrant, contributing adults to society that are living their fullest potential. And you are in the process of doing exactly that. Got a lightning round. I want to ask you a couple of things. Let people get know, to know you just a little bit better. Uh, your, okay. favorite, your favorite book that you would recommend others to read. Okay. So my favorite book to recommend others to read in terms of business and entrepreneurship, actually in terms of relationships too, sure. would be Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. That is a timeless book. Here, here. Uh, couldn't agree more. My grandfather took the course with Dale Carnegie himself. I have the book that he used in that course, one of my prized possessions. Couldn't agree with you more. Your favorite movie? My favorite movie, and you're going to laugh, Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. Because no. it, makes, <laughs> it makes me laugh. Listen, laughter is so important. I'm not talking about a, a cerebral movie. I'm talking about my favorite, I Need Laughs, that That's movie. That's it. So now, everyone, you know what type of personality Lisa has. You understand who she is. Yeah, Indeed. Your favorite singer and band. Tori Amos is my absolute favorite singer. Her voice melts me. Beautiful. So. Awesome. With everything that we, we've got people that are listening to us all around the world. I appreciate and love you all. Thank you so much for joining us. Lisa, to deliver a message, your final thoughts to everyone that's listening here, whether it's uh, uh, on business or personal, we, we touch it all here. 
What are your final thoughts you want to share? So as my daughter just walks in, <laughs> by the way, so my, my final thoughts are really just, well, I'd, I'd like to say something about network marketing in general, because I think it's really important. The reason that we co-authored this book is for people to, to have, to really have a better understanding of what network marketing is. I think yeah. I know that network marketing is the ultimate way to elevate people. It's the ultimate way to teach people how to, how to fish, you know? Um, I think that it is the most wonderful thing and that everybody should really take a look at it because it's a great way that you can, for so many things, for so many reasons, it's a way to develop yourself personally. It's a way for you to really think about your dreams and achieving them. It's a way for you to be with like-minded individuals. So the next time someone mentions something to you about network marketing, be open-minded and hear them. And don't think of the old world view of network marketing because this is very much real and here to stay. So you might as well join the party and get educated on it. It is exploding all around the world. There's no question because people are looking for answers. They're looking for alternatives in so many different ways. And on a business level, it absolutely gives alternatives as well as brand new products that no one else is looking at. So there's uh, great alternatives across the board. Lisa Cassenti, thank you so much for being here. This was such a great pleasure. And I want everyone to know you want to hear more, to engage with Lisa, to talk to her more, go ahead. Her information is right here. Go ahead and reach out. You've got direct information here available so that you can really connect and continue this conversation with Lisa. For all of you, thank you so much for being here. This is Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire. This is the Maverick Do It Different podcast. Till next time, everyone. Thanks for listening to Paul Fink. That's me, the Maverick Millionaire and the Maverick Do It Different podcast. You can listen to us anytime, 24-7 on your podcast listening platform of choice. Introduce us to your friends. Give us five-star rating and subscribe and share us across all your social media platforms to anyone that could really utilize this message right now. Till next time, everyone.